It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. We're Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband, Kyle, to discuss the Texas Relays meet that took place in Austin, Texas, March 23rd through the 26th. I'll tell you one thing, it was a lot warmer in Texas than it was here during that week. Well, I mean, that's fair. It is Texas. It's always hot, except for when it snows. I was about to say, they did have like the the winter storm of the century like a year ago, and I'm pretty sure every Texas person right now is like, really, Jessica? Did you forget what we went through? No, 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 I did not. But, I mean... The majority of the time, it is hot. That is a fair point. It's much better for outdoor track and field out in Texas than it was, say, in like a Kentucky or even Alabama and Georgia, for that matter. It was, you know, it's it's one of those things where you get into outdoor season, you're like, oh, yeah, it'll be nice spring weather the entire time. (laughs) Not quite. Beginning of March is really cold, and these meets start really early. So It's a lot like baseball in a sense because, you know, they get out there for the first part of the season, and, you know, you think of baseball as a warm sport warm season sport yeah because baseball goes on for so long that's fair that's fair i will say you know the more i've learned about track and field it goes on for quite a long time and i know we're counting in indoor and outdoor season but like i always assumed it was like four meets and it's over i mean that's fair it is the whole spring essentially it is and it goes into summer somewhat too and if you count like national like if you're playing for well yeah olympics the national teams the u.s T C X W A whatever yep, that, is. that <laughs> you know that an acronym I'm going we talk with yeah <laughs> the long acronym that we always talk about. Well, we're here. Yes. Glad to be here. Texas so, relays. Texas relays. You know, start us off with some highlights before we get into all the meat results. Well, just you know, some usual stuff here. Don Tavius Hill just doing Don Tavius Hill things. He was named SEC Men's Co Field Athlete of the Week. For the week of March 22nd, he received this award after clearing a personal best mark of 2.22 meters or, I, you know, those little symbols always get me. Seven feet, 3.25 inches. Thank you. In the high jump, you know, you got to choose one metric or what is it, empirical? Is it that? Is that the other standard? Yes. Metric and empirical. Anyway, 2.22 meters in the high jump, which was incredible. He has had, he went on a tear at the end of indoor season and he's continued that going into outdoor season. And a guy that we've been watching for a long time. Love what he's doing right so now. So obviously this took place prior to the Texas Relays. Right, but we're getting to talk about but it But we need to discuss it because it is such a huge honor to be the field athlete of the week. And what I like about this is, you know, we've always talked about the, you know, just going back through our history doing this. Brenda Kite, Joyce Camellis. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about Presley Wings, Maddie Malone's. Uh, and Kylie Carter's. And, you know, it's nice to have some of these names that we've known about, but they're now bursting onto the national stage. And might I add, if I saw correctly on social media, Jessica, if I can use words properly, Auburn is currently ranked 15th in the nation mm-hmm. in track and field right mm-hmm. now. Just a little bit of somewhat breaking news as we record this on this day. Next highlight for you, though, Maddie Malone. She got a PR and a new Auburn record in the hammer throw with a throw of 67.98 meters, breaking, I'm sure, what was once her record as well. 
Exactly. Yes, it's just what she does. She breaks her own records at this point. <laughs> exactly. Um, Alex Spiridonidis got a PR in the decathlon by over 250 points. So he earned a score of 7,917 points, which is the third best score in Auburn history. That's awesome. And so it's interesting for me, someone who's you know learning about the scoring for the decathlon, especially for the men, you know, when you hear 7,917 points overall for all the events and you hear a differential of 250 is like how much he was better than his last time, it, it, it doesn't seem as big of a gap, but it is. That's, a, a, yeah. that's a significant that's a increase. Win. Absolutely. Um, Kiara McCarroll, she won the javelin with a PR and it's a throw of 56.56 meters. This is also the top mark in the nation this season. I want to talk about Kiara for a second because, you know, I've obviously followed the track and field social media as much as I can these days, just really kind of stay up to date with what they've got going. It was really cool to see the images they shared of her realizing, you know, whether it was for her overall events that she was in or just the javelin throw that she had, you know, been was having a great week and she just seemed super shocked. It's 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 like the culmination of all this hard work that we've seen a lot of these athletes that we've been talking about, like what we were talking about with Dontavius Hill, finally come to fruition that they're getting recognized on the national stage. Absolutely. And not to be outdone, Ashley Carter also had to get her own PR in the javelin. Um, she PR'd with a throw of 53.4 meters, leaving her in fourth place. Hey, that's pretty good still. We've yeah, always, we've absolutely. Seen, we saw Ashley Carter and Kylie Carter together a lot last year, especially doing big things. And there was a couple times that Ashley outdid Kylie too. So don't be shocked if you see Ashley be the best javelin thrower by the end of this season. And now we're going to talk about all of the meet results. We had Aaliyah Francis competing in the women's 100 meter. She placed fifth out of 30 competitors in the prelims with a time of 11.45 seconds. And then went on, obviously, to compete in the finals where her time was faster at 11.39, her best of the season. And she placed eighth out of the eight competitors Very in finals. Happy that she made it to the finals. Made it to finals and ran faster. Absolutely. I think that's a big win. Um, Tyler Cobert, she placed in 17th place out of 27 athletes in the 400 meter hurdles with a time of 60.56 seconds. It's a little bit slower than her last time of 60.15. Not much though. Not much at all. Let's talk about the hammer throw. We're already talking about the throwing events in there. It's a little bit shorter of a meet, a little bit smaller of a meet. The text relays, it seems like. The hammer throw, Maddie Malone gets second out of 17 competitors with her throw of 67. 0.98 meters for that silver medal. Well done, Maddie. The women's javelin throw, which we've already talked a lot about in the highlights, Kara McCarroll. The gold out of 12 competitors, 56.56 meters was her throw, followed by Ashley Carter, fourth out of the 12 competitors, 53.40 meter throw for her. Both the best for them. Excellent to see the women's throwing events is holding up the standard that Kylie has set for us. Also, the women's javelin, Group B, that we need to talk about, Shania Holly finished fourth out of 13 with a throw of 46.48 meters. Moving on to the women's high jump, we had Kamaya Dendi placing 12th out of 15 competitors with a jump of 1.67 meters. And for the women's long jump, we had Essence Thomas placing 10th out of 12 competitors with a jump of 6.18 meters, which is significantly farther than yeah. her jump. At the Tiger Classic of 5.94 meters. Here's the thing, though. She was a glutton for punishment by doing the triple jump right after that. I still don't understand how athletes pull that off. Essence Thomas in the triple jump goes 13 for 13 at the competitor rank there, but 
meter jump. That is her first attempt at that this year. And wow, if she does that the rest of the season, good luck to you, because I just don't know how athletes do that. Now some more throwing events. The women's shot put, Mara Hewalt, 12th out of 14 competitors, 15.51 meter throw, just a little bit shorter of what she's done at her previous outdoor meet. Moving on to the women's discus, we had Jocelyn Budwig placing third out of 13 competitors with a throw of 50.68 meters, and Mara Hewalt placing seventh with a throw of 48.81 meters. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. So moving on to the men's 100 meter, we had Christopher Grant placing 18th out of 29 in a time of 10.39. Then for the men's 100 open or group B, we had Brandon Smiley placing 13th out of 92 competitors with a time of 10.41 seconds and Jason Reese placing 33rd in 10.54 seconds. The men's 110 meter hurdles, not just running, but jumping. Throw it all in there, there together. You've got one competitor this time, Trey Reynolds. Finished 24th out of 48 competitors. Quite a lot of people running in that race. He had a time of 14.68 seconds, just a little bit faster than his last one that he had at home in Auburn. And also the men's 400 meter hurdles. We had Caden Seal finished 30th out of 42 with a time of 56.09 seconds. Also a little bit faster. The hurdlers are improving this meet. Yeah, absolutely. So for the men's hammer throw, we had three competitors. Kyle Brown placing 7th out of 14 with a throw of 67.01 meters. Eric Ebel placing 8th with a throw of 65.69 meters. And Kyle Moisson placing 13th with a throw of 60. 0.04 meters. Then we had the men's high jump, Dontavius Hill placing fifth out of nine competitors with a jump of 2.18 meters. Let's round out the men events. We'll talk about the pole vault. James Corson, a name we're very familiar with, we got third out of the 10 competitors there. He had a vault or jump, whatever you prefer to say there, folks. We're not going to have that debate this time. 5.35 meters, a little bit higher than he did last time so continuing to prove on his mark that he set at the beginning of the season now the men's decathlon 
two competitors that we had, John Murray, Alex Spiridonidis. And now we did also have David Edmondson. That's true. He did not compete in all of the events, though, so we won't talk about his point total because he won't have a the, point total. Right, he won't have all of them together since he right. made them all through there. So let's talk a little bit about what the events of the decathlon are. Sure. Because we've it's been a little bit. We yeah. talked about the heptathlon. And, For know, those of you at home, deck means 10. If you, yep. if you forgot about that. 10 events. Um, there's the 100 meter, the 400 meter, the 1500 meter. Clearly all of those are running events. Yes. We have the 110 meter hurdles, the high jump, pole vault, oh, long jump, shot put, discus, and javelin. Is there anything missing from this list that we haven't talked about with individual competitors? I mean, I'm seeing- I don't see triple jump. That's that's fair, but let's be honest. Or we've hammer al- throw. We've already talked about how difficult the triple jump is in of itself. Yeah. yeah. So basically, we hit all the high points. But every skill that you could have possible, dis- somewhat distance running, long mid range distance. Yep. Sprints. Yep. Vaulting. Yep. Jumping. Hurdling. Putting. <laughs> Shot put. That was a bad joke. Sorry. Throwing. Throwing. Whatever. <laughs> Tossing. Spinning. Every type of Olympic event or skill that you could display is going to be as part of this event. That's fair. So overall, there were 17 competitors mm. for this event that scored enough to get final scores. Yes. Um, Alex Spiridonidis placed second out of 17 with his PR score of 7,917 points. Mm. Um, John Murray placed 13th with his score of 6,632 points. Overall, really impressive performances by both men. Yes, very incredible here. So let's talk about some of the events and how they did them. Just think, we don't have to go through all of them, maybe. We can talk about a few of them, give you a good smattering of things here. So for the 100-meter dash, or 100-meter run, whichever you want it's to call dash. that, dash, uh, John Murray got 10.88 seconds. That got him 888 points. Alex Spiridonidis in that event got 11.19 seconds, a little bit slower. For That's not obviously his forte. It's always interesting to watch, like, in this event, what the strong points are but for you each. you see, he still scored more than 800 points. Yes. So that was John Murray's highest point scoring event. Um, Alex's highest point scoring event was 110-meter hurdles, where he had a time of 14.27 seconds. Yep. And 940 points were scored there. Um John actually scored 846 mm-hmm. points. Very, you know, very good score as well with a time of 15.03. So I see down here on discus, John's got a foul yeah. on discus. Want to explain that to us? I mean, I, I think it's kind of self-explanatory, but. He'd... Yeah, he just, he didn't get a mark. So either I, I assume foul, I don't know anything about discus. So right. I wish Kyle hadn't asked me this question <laughs> because I have no idea. You know, you I'm assuming. I'm assuming literally he fouled out, like his his foot went over right. the line or his throw was incorrect or something. And I think in some other events, too, you're allowed so many tries before you foul out, too. I think that's usually the case from, Probably. What, I, from what I've watched in other events. So it's not like it's a one-time thing, you messed up, you're out. You get at least like one more try at it. But you know, that's just kind of what happens. I mean, think about think about how hard it is to do discus because if people have ever seen it on TV, they're like spinning, spinning, and then they stop and let it go. Just like, right. not just like a Frisbee, but for us people. Yeah, like, it's not like a Frisbee. Right. This, but this sucker's the, heavy. The concept is is somewhat there, except you use your entire body. And it's also not the weight of a Frisbee. So you can understand someone fouling out or, you know, not getting a mark technically on that one because of how much coordination it takes. It takes it in all these events. 
but the, especially the discus, that's one I don't know that I would ever be able to master. I'd love to see you spin around with a giant frisbee. Honestly, metal thing not gonna it. lie, I think I'd be more coordinated at it than you. Probably so. Yeah. But I wouldn't uh, have the strength behind it that you would, but I'd be more coordinated. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. So either way, great job to our men's decathletes. Um, Auburn actually immediately goes to another meet. April 1st and 2nd, they will compete in the Pepsi Florida Relays. Sponsored by Pepsi. It's kind of ironic that, you know, these are really healthy athletes who definitely it don't is. drink Pepsi. And it's sponsored by Pepsi. Texas Relays was sponsored by somebody. I can't remember who it was. It wasn't someone big like like Pepsi. Yeah. But it's, it's just funny. Longhorn Steakhouse. <laughs> go eat a steak before you go out there and run I a sprint. I was thinking Texas Longhorns, you know. Yeah, that's true. But Pepsi is, where is Pepsi located? I can't even remember. I'm guessing Florida. I, don't I have think, no I, idea. I don't know. It is an odd sponsor. You it think is. Gatorade, Powerade, or right. Power Bar, you know. Like, I know that's yeah. the stereotypical thing there, but it is. I even saw that on the on the uh, next upcoming meets list when we were okay. getting ready for this. I was like, Pepsi, Florida Relays. To be fair, though, doesn't Pepsi make a sports drink? Like, aren't they the makers well, of Powerade? Well, yeah. I mean, so technically, I think Pepsi is does own Powerade. No, that's that Coke owns Powerade. Coke owns Powerade. And Gatorade's its own thing. So I think, but sometimes they have Maybe contracts. Pepsi owns Propel. I don't know. This turned I don't know. This, this turned into terrible. a marketing sports drink podcast all so, of a sudden. So anyway, looking forward to another meet April Fool's Day. My mom's birthday. <laughs> oh, I just realized that. April 1st and 2nd. So. Well, hopefully nobody will be a fool out there on the track. Oh, wow. Well, this was a really exciting week to talk about the Texas Relays. So, more um, Eagle today. More Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.